So, Cleve, your exes, what would they say were their red flags about you? Coming up with Kay and Cleve. going on back up to another episode of k and cleave and uh miss k what's going on how are you i'm here i'm living the life how was your how was your weekend what did you, what, what you end up doing it's fine i went for a beautiful hike a hike yeah is that were, were there like snakes and stuff like on the trail and like possible snakes and stuff on the trail no maybe i mean i'm sure they were did i see any no but because i would be telling a different story about the hike I hate snakes. Wow. Yes. Even well, though I have a snake tattoo. I'm fascinated by them, but I'm most terrified of them. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I would not do that. I'm, I'm, I'm not a camper. I'm a glamper. Absolutely. So, what do you want to talk about tonight? Um, let's talk about relationships. Or just, and not only romantic relationships, because I think that's what a lot of people think of, but even like friendships. Mm-hmm can be like or business partners there's red flags in every type of relationships that we have with another human being and it differs that's true do you um, agree with that so yeah yeah i agree i mean we we, we all have our idiosyncrasies and we all have our, our pet peeves and we all have things that uh trigger us for the most part um i'm kind of a weirdo when it comes to a lot of stuff because certain things that i find strange some people think it's normal and some things I think is normal people find strange. So it's kind of, it's kind of like that. So you asked an interesting question uh, coming in. So red flags about me. I mean, there's a, there's a lot, but <laughs> where can I start? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a person that basically, if your world's on fire, my world's kind of not. I, and I mean that I struggle with these two words interchangeably. You know how like people can't use there, there, and there are? They yeah. struggle to put those together. Okay, so the word empathy and sympathy mm-hmm. are to me very in- interchangeable, but I never mm. seem to get the context of using them correctly, if that makes any sense. Like, let me ask you this How would you define sympathy? Sympathy is to me, it's like, okay, like, I'm sorry that happened to you. Like, if somebody like dog passed away, I'm sorry that happened to you. It's like, I don't really understand what you're going through or um, can grasp the concept of your grief. So it's just, I'm sad, but I'm not sad with you. Got you. And then- I'm sad for you. So then empathy would be? Empathy to me is like, you are sad with them. You are feeling that grief, that loss, that anger with them. And I always viewed it as like being in the hole, being in the trenches with that other person. And you can really have that connection and feel what they're going through. Got you. See, and that's where I struggle with. I don't know which one is which because mm. to me, sympathy means I'm sorry for you. Yeah. Right. I feel sorry for you. And that always comes off as like a really messed up, fucked up thing. And mm-hmm. empathy, it's like, I know how you feel, but that's on you. That's how you feel about it. That's not how I feel about it. That's how you feel about it. And that's how I see those things since I was a kid. And I never get them right. So I, I kind of like correlate them with there they are in there. <laughs> I just mm-hmm. don't know when, if I'm at a funeral, I'm like, okay, I think I'm supposed to be sympathizing with someone or am I empathizing with them? I really don't know. And it's a red flag for me as a person because I never seem to get it right. I'm saying something and someone's like giving me like the little the little jab or the poke, like, no, that's, yeah. not, that's not what you're supposed to say. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to say? Because I don't know. I, I'm trying to be genuine here, but I don't know if I'm using the right context of, of those two words so I always say that so not to beat around the bush so a red flag about me is that I'm a person that is, I like order I'm not uh I don't have OCD about things but I do like things like if I put some, a classic, classic example if I put the remote control somewhere and I come back later and it's not there I'm like come on like how hard is it to watch TV turn the TV off and put the remote back right on the couch or right on the counter or whatever so I can find it yeah. when I'm ready to watch it so again that's for someone i mean i, I don't go nuclear option but i uh, but i do get kind of like you know hussy you know hissy about it i'm like come on man like what like, how hard is that just put it back where it was because as a kid i literally have to put stuff back where like, find it if you if you if you pick it up put it back where you found it 
That was like something yeah. that was like literally like told to me every time I touched something in the house. Mm. So, um, so your turn. What's a just give me a good pet peeve? We're gonna go top five here. Um, about other people or what people would say about me? A red flag about you. If if I met somebody that says, "Hey, uh, what's a red flag about Kay?" Um, I would say that <laughs> they would say I'm aggressive. Aggressive. Okay. Yes, I've been told that I walk. I've been told I walk like a bully. Oh. I like to say I walk with a purpose or with authority. Okay. But when I walk, do people part like the Red Sea? Absolutely. <laughs> do you do you think that has to do with the kind of work that you do? That you have Probably. to you have to exude. You have to exude like an alpha female personality. You know, you have to you have to show not only show uh, verbally or display verbally, but you have to show physically that you're not intimidated easily or you're you're in command of the situation or you're in charge, right? Yeah, I, I definitely think that's part of the work and I definitely carry that out into outside of work. I just, that's just who I am. I just walk with authority, like, don't mess with me. I can <laughs> beat you up. Like, let's bring it on. Like, that type of... I would say another red flag or what I've been accused of is that I have been more the masculine in the relationship. Oh, wow. Than um, the female. And I'm like, I think that's an interesting point of view just because it's not that I can't be. I just don't like showing that side of me because that's vulnerability and that's hard for me to show. You know what? That makes a lot of sense because you said to me one time um, a few months back, I think it might have been last year we were talking about this in the gym. You said you don't like to be treated all the time or you don't, it's mm-hmm. like or spoiled i guess i can't remember what context of the word that we were using but you don't like to be treated so that kind of makes sense by you saying what you just said because then it, it now takes me back to that conversation where you were like i'm like i don't want to i don't want a man feel like he's taking care of me more or less it's mm-hmm. kind of like you want to pull your equal weight or do your part or whatever it is so uh that does that does make sense give me um give me a red flag on a person that you would you you saw the red flag and then you still proceed anyway. Obviously, we're not going to use names. We got to protect oh. the innocent. But something that you saw, like I can deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's such a hard one. It's a loaded question. Uh, it is. I would say anything with cleanliness. Like, all right, there's a difference between being messy and just being dirty. And what I mean by <laughs> dirty, I mean hoarder. Beer- like- no, like hair, like there's hair everywhere, like oh. there's beard trimmings like left in the sink or Man, wow. like in the shower, if you're shaving in the shower or just like that to me is dirty when I can just go across a counter or a bookshelf and I, there's just dust in wow. the hair. And it's like that is disgusting. When I've seen that, I have pursued the relationship and I've just showed them how to clean. <laughs> wow. That would that would be a really hard one for me. Like if I mm-hmm. like I don't even like dog shedding. Like that's wow. Yep. If I saw human what what I consider human shedding, which would be like hair everywhere and all that, that would totally bother me. Okay, that's a good one. I had one before we were on on air where uh a day a girl one time that used to brush her teeth and she would get toothpaste splatter all over the mirror. And I'm like, dude, how how is this possible that you, is your mouth this big? Like, it's just, but you know, she was smoking hot and mm-hmm. that was fine. But eventually it got to me that I'm like, hey, we got to have a talk about this. And she's like, I don't see anything wrong with it. Just wipe the mirror down. And I'm like, that's disgusting. Now, could you date somebody that would go all day without brushing their teeth? Mm, well, that's kind of a, see, that's kind of a, a loaded question because uh, and that, I'm not I'm not accusing myself of this, but there's times when you're like, oh my god, I forgot to brush today. Maybe I just got the spritz of mouthwash, and that happened. But so I, I I really can't crucify someone for that. But if it was a habit, no. If it was a one yeah. a one off where we we got up really early, we left out, you know, we left out and kind of been out or whatever, that's fine. But if it, if it's every day, every other day that you're brushing, that's a problem. Can't mm-hmm. do that. Can't do that. That's that's not good for me. I went on a date one time with a guy, first date, and we went grab drinks, happy hour. The bill was like $30. And he's like, do you want to split it? (laughs) And that was a red flag for me because I'm like, oh, okay, you're cheap. 
you're cheap. And I and I also go on the rule because I had one of my friends were like, well, why did you expect him to pay? I'm like, because he asked me out. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. He asked me out. So then if I was the one pursuing it and everything, then it would be like, all right, let's go Dutch or something like that. But I'm I'm on the rule that if you ask the person out, then you're supposed to pick up the tab. See, I'm a I'm a gentleman of, of, of cut from the cloth that whether I ask you out or not, I'm at least going to reach unless you say, hey, you know, let's split it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm walking into that situation knowing that I'm going to pay. I'm also walking in knowing that I asked you out as well. So yep. I have no problem with that. I mean, but that is that's a red flag if someone can't cover 30 bucks. Now, if it was 300 bucks, I'm like, that hey, I can understand. I'm like, I'm tagging a lifeline real quick. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's a good one. That's a really good one. Um what would be a bill that you think a guy like where you would jump in or say, hey, like I need to I need to help help out? Like what number would that bill have to look like? Well, our, it depends. If we're going out like on Valentine's Day, like this last Valentine's Day, the bill was over two hundred dollars. I ain't chipping in for that because it's Valentine's Day. Like I'm like, yes, buy me flowers, buy me chocolate. Let's go out to a nice steak dinner. All of that stuff. <laughs> But, but that's actually a great segue. That's a great segue. So if a if a guy that you're dating mm-hmm. didn't celebrate Valentine's Day or told you, hey, you know what? Valentine's Day is coming up. I don't celebrate that. I don't believe in it or whatever. Is that a red flag that he doesn't love you or does he care for you? No, not at all. It's like, okay, so this is your one day not to show appreciation, but the 364 other days you need to be showing appreciation um for me and the relationship and vice versa it's not always on the guy you know the that's, girls I, gotta I like that. that's that's step perfect. up I like too mm-hmm. i like that that's 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 perfect um guys it's good <laughs> these red flags are flying off the shelf here all right let's keep going so a good a good red flag for me is someone who doesn't get mad at like something super serious like they just kind of like blow it off like you know what that's fine um it, it, it's okay and I'm like, wow, like that's a major thing. But then something that's silly or they deem, you know, like you you do something silly and then they kind of just go off. Like they just rage on you. And you're like, what? So what is it? Like what makes you mad and what doesn't make you mad? Because mm-hmm. people have their their tolerances, obviously, of, of what they can deal with. But, um, you know, this conversation will go dark at some point or we will get super serious about it. But, yeah. you know, when it when it comes down to how people deal with conflict, I know that your your line of work, you you kind of deal with conflict and inner conflict um, when people are displaying like, when they don't show anger. Right. Is that something that you a red flag for you that they don't show anger? Obviously, if they do extreme, you know, they, if they show out and they they throw a, um, a tantrum, obviously that that's a red flag. But you think the opposite as a red flag? Absolutely. I mean, anger is part of an emotion. We all have it. We all show it. And I would say that's the most emotion that we as just human beings, we show often. If it's not like full on, I'm raging, I'm cussing, it might be frustration or annoyance or irritation. That's all part of like the anger family. Um, so I think that's would be normal to show it. And that would be, I would be put off by that if somebody- I would be, I would be scared. I'm like, shit, they didn't have a reaction? Like I would right. be in orbit, like looking over Madagascar right now. Like that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're not mad about that? Wow, you're you're a saint. That's that's what's up. But yeah, I, I always um the human condition tells us or shows us that we always feel that we're the exception to the rule. Like we, when you meet yeah. someone, you know, you get to know someone, that they're, they're telling you about how they are or how they were or, you know, their patterns of of behavior that you're observing. But then you feel like, well, that's the people that you dealt with i'm a different person i'm a different breed or whatever it is and you feel like you can overcome whatever deficiency that this person can display to you do you think that um that we can change people or people can change us i think both i think yeah i I think it's both i think the person has to be willing to change like i always say when i first started out in my career people kept saying like you're too tough you're too aggressive you're too confrontational you're too challenging and not with my clients it's with my co-workers and people I have to talk to like I can just be very um I would like to say I was always assertive but come to find out I was aggressive with how we <laughs> talk to my peers and other agencies and stuff like that and I told my co-workers I even told my supervisor I said I know that about myself I know I'm going to have to change that 
when I go further in my career. If I want to be management and everything, I know I'm going to have to change how I talk to people, my facial expressions, my tones. I'm just not willing to change that about myself right now. Mm. So I think having that insight that when what you need to change, when you're willing to change it, and it might be either situation, because I'm not saying it's just another person, it could be a great job opportunity that I'm like, oh, I have this opportunity. I need to polish up my communication skills because mm. what I did in this previous job won't be taken in this other job. So I do think people's situations can help us change, but we all have to be willing to do it. And we also have to have that insight that this is a problem. Yeah, that see that part. So I'm, I'm kind of a cynic when it comes to change because I think people, I think change itself takes a while. That's why it's called change. You know, we, we change the seasons, we change, you know, we change furniture, we change clothes, whatever. Um, and I think that people kind of put that in the same box that you could just change, like you're changing a pair of sneakers. And sometimes patterns are ingrained in us from when we're little or we've, we've learned to put on some type of mask to 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 be that person so it's hard to teach a dog new tricks as they like to say so i i'm very cynical when it comes to changing you know so oh, he's changed i'm like really because i've known the guy my entire life and you met him for one you know one year and the other 49 years that i've known him he's been the same person you know he's been well eight to this type of person so i always kind of say you know change is something that and you're right change is something that you have to want to do but a lot of us and, I, and I'm going to raise my hand here. Like, like me, I'm not. I'm imperfectly perfect. It's like I could say. And for me to change something, it's willing to change because the situation can cause me something. Either cost me my job, a relationship, a friendship, you know, or or a business, so whatever, whatever you want to call it. Because I have to be willing to say, well, you know what, this person is investing in me in some kind of way, and you know, if they don't like the fact that I do something, you know, I have to change that. Classic example, because I say curse. <laughs> so um, a lot of people, like I've been cursing since I was like a little kid. Like I know when not to excessively do it, depending on the audience and the company that I keep. I kind of like, I like the fact that I, I curse and I can curse well. My mom taught me well. My mom is a master <laughs> cursor. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Hey, mom. Anyway, so it's hard for me to, if someone says, don't, you know, don't curse at me or curse uh, well, let me let me rephrase that. Don't curse around me because cursing at someone is different from cursing around them. Like if you, if I curse yeah. at you, that's different. That's a that's a serious red flag that I, I don't respect mm -hmm. you enough to just you know I, I curse you out. But and I like dropping an occasional f bomb, and I'm I'm very good at the timing of stuff like that. At least I like to think so, right? <laughs> so so that's something that's for me. It's I've been struggling with that for a very long time. It's like a smoker. Like a chain smoker person that I'm like, man, I, I can't, I've tried to give it up for Lent. I've tried to give it up. I just can't do it because I feel like sometimes you have to punctuate or accentuate a word by adding something to it. So, But I will say when we talk about change, it's changing the individual or yourself for the better. Don't change because of relationship. If like um, somebody's like, I don't want you to drink. I don't drink. So you need to stop drinking. Well, that's I might not, one. right, and I might not That's change a... that for, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like changing yourself for your growth, not for somebody else, or not to please somebody else, or because you want to be in the relationship or you want the situation and stuff like that. Like that's just not, I, that won't last. That won't last, and then you become a different person that you probably don't even like. That's true, but that happens more often than not. That people tend to become who you want them to be for the, for the mm -hmm. moment and then they revert quickly back to who they you know who they've been and then you have that argument again like see you're this person you're the same old person you're not yeah you, you still do this and we all get accused of that because it's very mm -hmm. hard um we we tend to kind of intermingle all that together like well i'm changing do i want to change for me because it makes me a better person because i think the thing that we are changing from in our minds makes us that better person Right. You know, I, it, you know, I know I was cursing as a, as, as a quick one for me, because, again, it's something that I've struggled with for my entire life. I just can't let it go. Um, and I don't even know if I want to let it go. I, I mean, unless I meet a Mormon that's like, hey, <laughs> don't do that. I'm like, I, I can't. I probably can't do this. 
It's crazy. Nor should you. I mean, again, if that's not something you're willing to change or give up, you don't you don't have to do that. So, but I also mm-hmm. think it's like it, also like friendships. Like if we go back to like red flags, one of my biggest pet peeves in friends, like if people don't pay their portion of the bill. Oh yeah. So like <laughs> if and that is just that is a huge pet peeve for me. If there's two people we both throw down our cards. We're splitting it down the middle. I'm fine with that. If I have to pay a little bit more or they have to pay a little bit more, it's usually somebody picking up the tip or something like that. But if it's me and like another couple and then I throw down my card and then you just have one of them throw down their card, I'm like, wait, I'm paying for now half of that other couple's meal. Like there should be so, three cards on the table. Like that annoys me. Like, I don't know what. So, okay, so let's say you're out with a girlfriend and, and her guy, mm-hmm. and you know, you're third, you're third wheeling. Uh, the bill's a hundred bucks, all right? Her and her guy ate, you ate, obviously. Are you expecting them to pay $75 of the bill and you pay 25, or him and her cover their 50 and you cover the other 50? Like, how, how does that, like, how are you parsing that out? It's everybody throws down a card. So you're going I, 33 and a third. If it's a hundred bucks, everyone's going $33 and 33 cents. Sure. Yes. <laughs> wow. Everybody throws down a card because I'm I not just, laughing with you. I'm laughing at you. So I just want to make sure that we're, we're clear on that. <laughs> wow. So, okay. So you've never had someone like, okay, let's say same scenario, your friend, her guy and you, the bill okay. comes and he takes out his card. You take out your card. You're looking at your girlfriend also took her card out, although her man's going to pay for her or, or, yes. is that, or does that matter? Yes. Then it has or, to still be three-way split. I It still needs to be either a three-way split or the guy or if the chick's paying saying, okay, can you put like 75% of the chip paycheck on my card and not, and she gets the rest or something like that. Like, or okay. whatever the math is, because I shouldn't listen when I'm going out with other people, I look at like, okay, my bill should be like 30 bucks, but when I'm splitting it down and it becomes 50 because I'm taking the weight of another person. Nah, like that to me, that's not fair. So, so would it be a red flag, keeping with keeping with tradition here? Would it be a red flag to say when the bill comes, hey, the separate bills? Like I'm I'm by myself there together. Oh yeah. To tell because the I started doing, doing that. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because like, I was gonna say that's the that's the only way to solve that without mm-hmm. it being awkward. Yeah. It's saying, hey, separate bills, please. I'm I'm just by myself. Wow. That's that's. I remember us talking about that, but I'm not certain that that's how you felt with with this with the with the proportion of the split that it, if her man reaches, he's obviously covering her, but you're still saying, Hey, this needs to be a 33 to third split because uh-huh. there's three of us sitting here. Or if there's four of us, we're going, we're going quads. We're going quarters here. Everyone yep. takes their, takes their money. Now let's say you had a drink and an appetizer. You're like 13 bucks, uh-huh. but the bills are hundred bucks. You're still going to split no. down the middle. No. See, see, see now you're changing it up. Well, no, what, I'm going to, I'm going to pay for what, I ate and stuff like that. Let's, let's take away. Let's take away the asking for separate checks. One check comes out. You know that you've only had like the artichoke dip and a rum punch, and you're sitting there like, okay, I'm, this is what I had. And the bills are hundred bucks because they they go to town. So when that bill comes out, you're gonna say, hey, I'm I'm with my tip. I'm like eighteen bucks here, or twenty, or even twenty. You're gonna go even twenty, right? And you guys got eighty dollars of the bill is yours. Is that that right? Yes. So it's either me putting down a card or it'd be like, hey, let me Venmo you the 20 bucks so we can put everything on your card. (laughs) All right. All right. So so last scenario, no uh one, no one reaches but you. So first card on the table is a Zoom card, waiter included. Oh, she's covering the entire thing. Do you say to your friends or do you look with like a like a like a delay? Like, hey, where's everyone else's card? Like, Bill comes. Guy puts it down, guy puts it down. You're the first one to touch your card down. And they just look at you like, oh, she's got it. And they sit, they just sit there for like a good 10 seconds looking at you. Do you what do you, what do you say? Do you say, hey, uh, we're splitting this? Or do you just say, fuck, get put it on my card? No, I would say, hey, we're splitting it. I can voice my opinion. And here, listen, right. I've also done There's it the where- aggression. Absolutely. <laughs> I've also done it where I've been out with my guy. And 
we're uh-huh. out with like a whole bunch of friends and some of them are my friends and then they might expect him to pick up the bill and i'm like oh no well yeah he's not picking yeah. up the bill yeah. for everybody what well, well that's why that that's why i said because it's assumed going back to what i said earlier as a man you know, if you have the means and if it, you know, if it doesn't set you back, that you can say, you know what, hey, I got everybody or I got the first round or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I've been in situations like that where I reached and my card hit the hit the table first and then everyone's looking like, oh, he's got it. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, what, do I just put everyone on the spot? Like, hey, where's everyone's card? Like, what do we do here? So it, it, it's really that's a red flag, too, for, OK, this is the last time I got with these friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> That's that's that is uh, that's funny, funny. Nine, how way it's funny because that, that we don't think about the, the nuances of our friendships on what do we tolerate, what we don't tolerate. When I was younger in my partying days, going to clubs and stuff, I would have friends wait till we got to the door and the coverage charges being, uh, being you know, being um, administered, and they're like they're standing there like looking at me, and I'm like, what are you doing? It's like, oh, I didn't bring any money, yet. and I'm like, so you're at a club with no money at all, like, okay, then. I, I spot them the 50 bucks or whatever it is to get in. And then they're like, hey, I'm, I'm going to have like a rum and coke. And I'm like, I hope you're putting out tonight because. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, dude, seriously? But I, I've had it happen more than, more than once where we get all the way and they know that they're not going to, you know, you're not going to embarrass them. Like, hey, well, I can't get you in. You're like, oh, oh shit. I was expect to pay a hundred bucks to get two people in tonight into the club. Yeah. So it's a red flag for those friends not to, not to uh, party with those those people ever again you know that's true like i would say like a red flag for me for friends is if i'm always the one reaching out or like okay let's go do something like let's plan something then i i feel like that friendship yeah is like one-sided so i'm like Mm. you know what i i'm done reaching out let me see if they reach out and then months would go by i'm like all right so the friendship wasn't as important to them as it was for me i used to have a friend that Every time you spoke to them, they had either bad news or they weren't always doing so great or they just had like their their outlook was so negative. You're like, so when you see the phone ringing, you're like, oh, God. OK, OK. You pick it up and and they saw they started going. Hey, man, how are you? And I'm like, I'm good. How are you, how are you doing? Well, actually, you're like, oh, Jesus, like I should have never picked up. Now I got to tell them that, hey, a bus flipped over 14 penguins need ice. I got to go, you know, some <laughs> shit like that. But it's like. It's like you kind of like feel like every time, you know, this is a red flag. And every time this person calls me, there's no positive news. There's nothing going on with them except misery. And I'm like, I got to now I got to add their shit to my shit and do that. That's a good one about friends that reaching out during the pandemic. I learned I learned about that because a lot of Mm. friends did reach out to each other. And then we were genuinely for the first time asking, how are you? And normally he was like, I'm okay. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, what's going on? Like, tell me what's going on with you. Like, how are things going? And you're like, Mm -hmm. wow. I've never got past the how are you? I'm fine. And then we kind of go into whatever we're talking about. But yeah. um yeah, the pandemic taught me that like you really like check in on people and you know the way the way human emotion and connections work that that everything was fine. Which um, is empathy. See, and I was going to ask like I don't know. I literally I'm I have to learn this. I really have to truly learn this because I get it wrong and I can only mm-hmm. like I said it's there there and there hurt. I just can't get that in the right context sometimes and it, it really it really str- I really struggle with that and that's crazy now in relationships do you look for red flags or do you spot red flags in the courting or in the initial meeting like the the actual like you know we're setting up to see if, if we can be around each other and then obviously when we start dating then you look at like okay well shit I spotted this in the beginning but now this is like prominent like this is a problem like do yeah. you where do you where do you look for red flag in the beginning or when do they pop up for you? I think the big um, red not, not the big red flags, but the most noticeable red flags are usually early on in the relationship. Like when you're dating, when you're courting, like the guy in the bill, like the thirty dollar bill, like that was a red flag. I think over time the more subtle and probably the most important red flags of like how communication is, uh, maybe sex life, how people mm. um, spend their money, how um, individuals communicate, 
and stuff. I think you learn that throughout the course of the relationship and those red flags start popping up. I remember I was dating a guy that worked a lot of overtime, worked a lot of overtime. And he was like, um, he said he ate out breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I'm like, you spend a lot of money. He has shoes. He has this, he has that very like two cars. And I'm like, this is great because you're paying off of, you're living off of that overtime. Then he switched um, job titles in the same agency and he was working a nine to five. And I'm like, you're going to have some money issues. He's like, no, 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 I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And lo and behold, he had some money issues. Because... Did he come to you as a red flag? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Jesus. then he got like pissy about it because I pointed it out to him. And then when it mm. came to fruition, he was more standoffish because I'm like, it only makes sense. You're not making the same amount that you were making before. So you can't have the same lifestyle that you had. Like, this is where one plus one equals two. But mm. you start learning how people spend their money and where they put towards their money, whether it's they spend it on lavish things or they're very frugal about it and they don't spend any money at all and just be in house for days or something like that. I think that comes out later on in a relationship and that is where it's harder to distance yourself because feelings have grown. Maybe you even said the L word before you realize somebody's finances or how they communicate. Um, maybe they start taking out weird shit in the bedroom that they weren't taking out before. I don't know, but all <laughs> this is usually later on down the road. So there's a lot to unpack there, and I want to start with your with your carry ons first. So we're gonna go carry on luggage. Okay. We're gonna go make a bag, carry on luggage, and then the grand, you know, the grand bag. So you said in the beginning. And we're going to use the, the, the $30 guy. So he didn't get a chance to get like another chance at a check or that was the one off. Like, hey, he can't cover 30 bucks. This is a red flag. Like that was the end all be all. Or was this a pattern that, that you saw like for some reason? Like, OK, this guy is really either cheap or he, he just doesn't like to spend money. He's either he's, he's either uh, thinking I'm going to treat every every time. Yeah. Listen, I mean, with that example, it was literally just. Like that was a red flag, but that wasn't why like the guy got didn't get like a second date. It was just more okay. like the vibe wasn't there. It was just a couple things, nothing like and, red flag. And that just topped it off. And that just topped it off. Yeah. Okay. Like I had one guy that I dated. This All was right. a red so flag. Speak English there. What did he say? What did you do? Well, he um great time, awesome. Towards the end, he like grabbed my hand, pulled me in really close, and he's like, We have such a serious and beautiful connection. I can't wait for the second date. And I that just put me off. <laughs> I'm like, nope, no did thank you, you. Did you see did you see third date? Like we you're gonna meet mom and dad, fourth oh date the family, fifth day we're making wedding um arrangements. Is that how you saw that? Yes, pretty too much. I'm like yes, too aggressive wow. for me. I'm like, nope. Wow. Blocked his number, blocked everything. I'm like, no, oh, sir. Shit. Wow. Out the remember? matrix. Yep. Um, all right. So then you mentioned a couple of things here, and I'm, I'm trying, I didn't write them down. I'm, I'm trying to go off memory here. So then you also said um, a red flag in, the, was it in the bedroom or sex? Is that yeah. what you said? Mm -hmm. All right. What's a red flag for sex? This is, this is the adult part of the conversation. Uh, all listeners have your children leave the room, please, right now. <laughs> I don't know if they're into like, some weird shit like S&M that you're not into or pony like what you said for pegging or um furry people like what's that what's pegging is that something should I google that probably not because I don't want people looking at my phone like the fuck is he looking at what is that okay so pegging I'm going to look on someone else's phone or computer but I don't know what pegging is so yeah that's 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 a that's a new one for me. Yeah, um, You've never heard that the, before. Pegging? pegging. Yeah. How you spell it? P e g g i n g. Yeah, pegging. Pe pegging. The girl like isn't a, being pegged. Like a, every. All right, I got it. All right, guys. So you guys can't see me right now, but I'm I'm um as we're talking, I'm I'm gonna take a chance. Hope nothing weird comes up and not, I don't get flagged by the government as a pervert. <laughs> but uh, let's see what this is right now. All right, so it it has meaning in dictionary. Should I go there or should I go for? Okay. Go dictionary. <laughs> uh, 
Wow. Okay. So I need to delete my my chat history, my uh, search there history. There you go. Search, search, search. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now that that's I mean, awesome. like weird. Like not only that in the bedroom, but like if your guy or girl is like into feet and they have a foot fetish, it's like that is a complete turnoff for that me. One I I never, that one I never understood. I don't, I don't understand that either. That one I never understood. Like, what is it? What What is it about that? For the so you never heard that clinically? Like, what is like what that is? I, no. I it's just a weird thing. That's a weird one. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I would I would have to definitely agree with that's that's a lot of red flags there. If if someone just mm-hmm. comes out of the comes out of the um like the closet with the ball gag on, I'm like, okay, I right, I think I'm gonna <laughs> take off. Right. <laughs> Do you think a red flag would be like going to someone's like first time over their house, you're dating them, you know, you're six dates in. And I don't know why I said six dates. That's a weird number. But you're six dates in. Yeah. And then you go to the bathroom in their house and then you do you look in their medicine cabinet or do you not? Like, is that a off limit thing or no? Like, what no, is that? I don't. I've never done that. Look in their medicine cabinet or anything like that. I know. <laughs> I've never. I did, I, I did more than once. Did? More than once I've done it. Yeah, more than once I've done it, and one time it collapsed on me, like the shelving. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I needed the aspirin because my head was hurting, and I never get headaches. <laughs> Did you find anything so, weird? It, everything kind of fell together, but it was a lot of medicine bottles, so I figured something was going on. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know fact from fiction, or I didn't know if this is something that, like, yo, I'm in serious danger mm-hmm. or what. Uh, it's like, okay, there's a lot of bottles here, and. um I'm talking like the white cap, uh, whatever that color is. Like it's like mm-hmm. a orange tan color, or whatever. So yeah, I was like, see, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know what to say what I'm looking for, but I always want to see like what's you know, is it stocked in there? Is it just band aids? Is it just like toenail clipper, or is it like full right. on? Like I need, I need these to bring me up and bring me down. <laughs> you know, like I don't, I don't. I need this to get rid know. of the disease I got. What they, see that's the thing like you like it's like what are you checking for like if the person says right. confront you I'm like hey so you go in my medicine cabinet what are you looking for and I'm mm-hmm. like well you know you always have this itch going on so I need to know if I'm in danger <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, yeah I, I've done it I probably on one hand I could count on one hand maybe five times but one time it, as soon as I opened it the entire shelving went down I'm like oh fuck and anyone heard it they said Kush! I'm like fuck so they open the, they knock on the door. Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Open the door, and they're, they're like rushing in to see what I saw. And they're just scooping all their shit up. And I'm like, damn, I can't see any of these scientific names that I might know <laughs> that I might be in danger with. Like, right. I have no idea what this stuff is, you know. Mm-hmm. And again, this is the this is the error on uh, the time frame when if you get an AIDS test, it took like seven days to get like results. Like, it, it ain't like now mm-hmm. like a rapid. You know, you get it back in an hour, whatever it is now. It was like, you got to wait seven days. So I'm like, do I see any AZT? <laughs> like, what's going on? But crazy. Uh, yeah, it was, that was definitely a red flag for me. Uh, I wouldn't, honestly, I wouldn't mind if someone, if someone opened my, my medicine cabinet. I I don't think there's anything in there I would be like afraid for someone to see. Unless mm-hmm. you, you, you know, you have like a lot of preparation H or, or anything like that in there was you're like, oh shit, what the fuck is that? You know, I, I don't think, yeah, I, I think mine's is safe enough where, yeah, go ahead. You're going to see band-aids and, and, um, and, and normal stuff, Q-tips and, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, in there for the most part. So let me ask you this. Would you be put off if a woman had like condoms in her medicine cabinet I, and not just the same size, different size, different colors, different brands? Oh man! <laughs> Wait a minute, like a like an array that like she has like an arsenal. Like this is like a uh-huh. a, war, a war chest. Nah, that's yep. a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, am I here for fitting? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is the fitting? Like, what's your brand? I you know, it's like a bar. I'm ordering like a a Grey Goose and vodka. Like, what the fuck? Like, dude, what what is that? Nah, that that's a red flag. If, if it was okay. just one brand, I'm like, okay, she's prepared or whatever. She's into the safe thing or whatever. But if if there's like if there's like a setup, that's 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 a little That'd bit. That'd be much a red flag. Me. Good one. Okay. Caught me off guard with that one. That's <laughs> that put. <laughs> what um, if um, if a uh, so if a guy had um, if a guy had like female underwear in his in his underwear, like, you know, you, you're staying over and you're like, you know, you guys are, you know, kind of been going at it for a while 
and you're staying over and you go to get you shower you go to get a t-shirt to go to sleep and you open mm-hmm. one of his his underwear drawers and it, it has like women's underwear is your first thought like those are not mine and why does he have these or is he wearing these either one is a red flag or all of it is a red flag I would say all of it's a red flag. Like, are you holding these on as keepsakes? Is this which you kind of like a memento? It's, 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 it's my scalp. It's the scalps. It's scalps. <laughs> yeah. What? Is, but what? I. What if he says? What if he says? No. It's like if you're over, pick a size. I. I always buy them in case someone doesn't have them and they, they want to stay over. It's the same thing as the condom thing. Different yes, sizes, different brands. So you have Vicky Secrets, you uh-huh. got Little Fredericks going on, you got some Forever 21, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he goes, hey, these are brand new. They're out of the packet. I just keep them for when I got company over in case you, you know, you don't have yours or whatever. And you right. know, you want a set to go home with. It's, it's, it's a it's a it's a keepsake. Do, do you buy that or do you <laughs> No, I would probably I would be no. out the door. See, that's where Really? No. Yeah. No, thinking he wears them or thinking that they're scalps or thinking that they're that what he said. Like, hey, I, I you know, when I get company and someone, you know, I, I have an extra small up to grannies, depending on, you know, your your taste or whatever. Like, hey, you know, what do you need? I mean, all of it. Because like, what if you're over and then that that friendly visitor comes comes through and you're like, you know what? Oh, I got you covered. I got a pair of grannies right in the back. Let's go. No, no. No. Well, so, first of all, if that visitor's coming, I already knew. So I had packed appropriately. See, this is what you guys don't realize. Us females are always prepared. <laughs> you where think. we pack appropriately. And if if I don't have what I need, then there's always a Walmart or Target that's open. CVS sells underwear. Like well, he solved that for you there. by having he solved that for you by having an array of variety and style and brands ready to go. Like he's like, hey, no. this is like this. No, wow. Mm-mm. So that man doesn't get a, 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 a anything for being thoughtful. That's no. fucked up, Kel. Seriously, it is. I'm ash- I'm ashamed right now. I'm, I'm, wow, that's <laughs> wow. That's all I gotta say is wow. Spell it backwards, still wow. So wow. <laughs> <laughs> so. So uh, it's safe to say that everyone has, you know, as I said earlier, everyone has their has their triggers or what they tolerate or what red flags are willing to to look at and say, you know what, I can deal with that. For me, um, most things I can deal with, um, obviously, when you look at somebody drinking or drug use, that it's a bigger problem because Mm -hmm. that's not something that they can necessarily stop right away or change doing unless they get professional help. Right. Um, If I always said that if you meet someone, they should always open with all of their like all their fucked up shit up up front. Like, hey, you know what? I'm scared of clowns. I don't like to. I don't. I don't brush every day. Like, just tell you everything up front, and then then you get to meet them and all this tweet shit about them. But here's the thing: Do you say that on the first date? Is it the sixth date? Like, when do you? And to me, that's not getting to know someone. If you know all the good, bad, and ugly up front, then you're not getting to know me. I mean, but again, like we no, it's all—it's like, all, all the bad shit. It's all the bad shit. Like you—you you open up with hi, hi, I'm Cleve, I'm a scumbag, and you just go, <laughs> just go, you just go for it at that point, and then, you know, you have a, you have dinner, and then you hope to get a second date because now you don't know all all the bodies are buried, but you kind of get an idea, like okay, this guy's broken or he's really fucked up, um, mm-hmm. and you kind of go from there. But I always felt like you know. Uh, what is what's the rule or back in the day like six months you start to unravel who who you think you are and you become yeah. become who you are okay is it about six months where you can't keep up yeah, the size anymore the first six months you're in the honeymoon phase so everything's like rainbows and butterflies and, and you only see the good in people now do you do you do anything to reveal a red flag? Do, do you like example? Like, do, would you make so, if someone's very even killed that they're always Clark Kent? You make them Superman at any point where you kind of like, okay, I'm gonna go into like a danger. Like, I'm in danger, damsel in distress. Like, do you this guy jump to action and kind of save the day, or is he like, hey, sucks to be you? You know, like, <laughs> do you do you force the hand if it's not forced or no? Like, are, are you into that? Well, if the guy's like never mad, you're like, he's never mad. I'm going to like, I'm going to see, I'm going to do something to make him mad and see how he, how he is. No, you don't do any of that? No, I don't think I would do any of that. To me, that's playing games. 
I mean, I'm sure there'll be things that I have would make the guy get mad about later on down the road, but, or just have an honest conversation. Why don't you ever get mad? Well, why not? It's not that big of a deal. Okay, then what is a big deal to you? I think wow. having an open communication. But shit like that, it's just, to me, it's just playing games, and I don't play games. So, see, I'm a big I'm a big believer in, and it's why this show exists, because we're, we're always opposites on a lot of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in, I like to live with the one before, you know, before anything. Like, I want to share a space because I want to see how you interact, how you are. I want you to see how I am, you know, and stuff like that. Um, so I need to, I need to kind of get a, I, I need the trailer. That's what I've been trying to say. I need the trailer, mm. the movie trailer, like, like his Fast 10, which is like ridiculous things. <laughs> like, guys, what was your, um, what was your thing about them in the beginning? They were, it was so funny in the gym. When you, oh, I said in the beginning that they were, VCRs. <laughs> they were stealing VCRs in the first one. <laughs> Now they're on a space station in outer space driving a car on the moon. Right. Like, seriously? <laughs> Come on, guys. Go to 10, I guess. I don't know. I, I, mm-hmm. I whatever. But yeah, I, I look at it as like, I just want to sometimes look at things that I can't see. You know, I want to look at, you know, I want to see like, hey, listen, okay. Well, this doesn't make you mad, obviously, but what does make you mad? Maybe you're right. Maybe it's having a conversation that says, hey, like, how, you know, how are you with conflict? How do you deal with conflict? Do you cave in or do you do that? Now, is it now before we close the show off, is a is the choice of man that you like, is it a red flag for them to be passive, completely passive? Or do you want a yes. guy to have an edge to him a little bit? Well, is it yes see, to the edge know. or yes to capacity? I wouldn't say it's a red flag. I would say it's just a preference. I don't like passive guys because I can then treat them as a doormat. I am an alpha female, as you said earlier. So I need an alpha male. Okay. So, but that's my preference. I wouldn't say it's a red flag if I meet a guy that's passive. It would just be more like, you're just not for me. And I think there's a difference between red flags and your preference. Mm, Okay. That that, that does make a little bit of sense. Um, Because I'm the same way. I like, I like, I like, and this is going to sound weird for all the listeners. I, I don't mind conflict in, in anything, in any in any dynamic of a relationship, friendship, partnership, whatever it is. I I, I like conflict um, every once in a while. Not all the time. I don't I don't want tox, toxic uh, environments, but I do. I don't mind a good argument. You know, I, I don't mind for you to stand your ground about something that you firmly believe in. I don't mind if you if, if you can voice your opinion respectfully without us getting, you know, really into the weeds with it. But I do. um I do like somebody to have a little edge to them because mm-hmm. um, um, I like my preference. Um, passive, you're right. Passive is control- controllable or you could kind of like set the tone to what's going on. Um, but I also, for me, versus passive, whatever the other side is, I like unpredictability. I like a, I like a person to keep me guessing where I'm like, holy shit. Like, I didn't think they had that in them. You know, mm. like, you know, it's always like, it's always that guy on the news. We like, I didn't think Mr. Thompson would kill the entire family. Like, you know, I think he had it in him because he's such a nice guy. He gets ice cream. He gets ice cream for all the kids in the neighborhood, but he's a, he's a murderer. Like, you know, like I always think, I always think of it like that. Like I, I borderline like someone that can, that can show me some, something and says, Oh wow. Like, I didn't think you had that in you. Like I, from everything I know about you, I didn't think that that you live in that space that's 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 amazing to me so unbelievable man it was this was a great episode about red flags and how you know how they interact how things interact with people what their pet mm-hmm. peeves are and 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 how they view things because we all see it through a different lens we all see things as we like to and we all see things as as someone would like to but again you know i i struggle with changing because it's sometimes am I changing for me or am I changing to keep whatever I got to keep that mm-hmm. going? Am I am I yeah. truly saying, hey, you know what, this make me a better person? Because everyone thinks that they're that they're good, you know. At least I do. I can't speak for the entire population of people, mm-hmm. but I always think that I'm I'm good enough where I'm okay. I'm, I've been this person for that because I've only know how to be me. Yeah, qualities exist for for people to say, well, you know what, I want a man to be. Like this or a man, he'd be like that. That's fine. I, I, I can probably emulate that on some level, but it, mm-hmm. it'll take me a while. I'm like I'm on that um that evolution evolutionary trail of like Precambrian Mesozoic 
<laughs> it's gonna take millions of years for me to evolve into what whatever that is. You know what I'm saying? I can't be Everest overnight. I'm gonna be an anthill, and you want Everest, and ain't gonna be mm-hmm. me right away. Well, this was a great episode. Uh, Kane, yeah. any parting words for our for our adoring fans? Um, I would just kind of piggyback on what you were saying with the changes that everybody's change is different and their process of changing is different. Maybe somebody can change overnight and it'll be like Everest. Maybe some needs an anthill. It just varies for every individual. So just keep that in mind when you're looking at different aspects and what you want to change is different as well. Smaller things that you're willing to change might be doable in a couple of days or a week where habits that you've had your entire life that's going to be a little bit harder to change but it is it all boils down to it's doable this it is doable for me it's basically work on yourself constant Mm -hmm. um we 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 have the script to 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 play us you play you in the most important movie of your life you play the lead you play everything the understudy you play everything you're the protagonist you're the villain you're everything Mm -hmm. and you know whatever whatever bothers you or whatever you know triggers you is such a such a crazy word um you gotta understand that the people see things differently somebody somebody might embrace something that you discuss and someone might be disgusted by something that you embrace so i always look at it know your audience know know who you're dealing with try to try to cater to to making things even easier said than done but it is something that that we have to always work work towards because it's going to take a while for us to change and you know the human condition is you know to tell us hey you know what i can deal with that and then all of a sudden you're four years in and you're like i can't i can't deal with this anymore right you know it's been a long road but um mm-hmm. thank you thank you guys for tuning in uh, yeah. We will be back soon with another episode. We're working on a name change. We haven't quite gotten it down yet. So, but right now we're, we're just going with Cleveland K or K and Cleveland. What did we decide? I can't even remember. I we yeah. talk so much. I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, as long as we get the uh, learn the, the credit of who we are on the show, <laughs> that won't exactly. Change. It's all that matters. All right, thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you yeah, next thanks. time. Opinions and viewpoints expressed on the manual are those of Cleve Wason and his guests, and not necessarily those of the Maddie Ice Media Network. The manual is exclusively owned by Cleve Wason and is brought to you by the Maddie Ice Media Network.